Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Well, you know, it's one of those things when you're told something's going to happen, you get all excited. And, and and I know it's still it's still a little ways away, but I haven't heard enough. And I, I, I want to know what's going on with this uh, popular wellness village. This is a project that is going to be coming to Collingwood that is going to be a game changer in terms of health and wellness and, and in residential. So I've asked uh, Terry Geddes and Max Ream to join us on the line. Of course, Terry Geddes, former mayor of Collingwood and uh, big smiles at the Blues Parade, Terry. I want to believe it, John, and I want to really uh, thank uh, the, all the fans who came out. There were hundreds of them, and that's fantastic. And secondly, thank you, John, because the music that the Peak provided and the voiceovers were phenomenal. And let's just say the peak was cranked up for that hour, like you probably could have heard it right across the bay. It sure was fun. Uh, yeah, we're it also, was fun. Also very honored this morning to be joined by the CEO and founding principal uh, of Live, Work, Learn, Play. They are the project team that is going to be bringing the popular wellness village to our community. Uh, Max, for those not familiar with this concept, because it's genius, can you give us just a little overview? Uh, certainly. It's a pleasure uh, to be on again this morning with you, John, and uh, best to Melanie and the entire community. Uh, of course, this is going to be Canada's first, and certainly Ontario's first, mm. uh, fully integrated health and wellness village. It's a 130-acre uh, project that uh, will deliver transformative and really cutting-edge uh, health care, wellness, and mixed-use living accommodations for uh, hopefully thousands of people in Collingwood and, and the region. The biggest challenge to any community, special, smaller, rural communities like ours, is getting those qualified personnel, getting those people. Uh, we're going to be training them, creating them, making it. We're going to be making it happen right here. Yes, absolutely. And I know that uh, the Collingwood General uh, and Marine Hospital team are working at a number of programs uh, to attract the best and brightest doctors, researchers, nurses, and many other staff. And this village delivers much-needed hospital housing and other programs and facilities that deliver exactly that to support uh, Collingwood General and delivering that rural uh, health care along with the mobility and transit to get people to and from this healthcare village and the healthcare facilities. It's a feather in the cap for Collingwood, but it is going to have regional, even provincial impact. Yes, absolutely. This is going to have a regional impact across both Simcoe and Gray counties, along with all the municipalities. And of course, we're going to be not only uh, delivering transit and mobility to and from uh, the healthcare site and the healthcare village, but we're also going to be connecting to the local airport and the waterways to extend way beyond uh, just the surrounding municipalities. Terry, this project, with everyone I've talked to, has overwhelming support because it, it answers and it, it ticks a lot of boxes for for a lot of different agendas that we have from from housing and healthcare and and and, and so many things. Uh, how come we're not already digging in the ground? Well, uh, we we have to work on an agreement with the municipality, and, and currently we're working with the staff at the town to put that agreement in place. And as soon as we get that agreement, we can start to make announcements uh, in terms of the efforts that uh, our team has been putting forward, John. And I can tell you that uh, Max is an absolutely phenomenal human being. He already proved that, uh, what he did at Blue Mountain. Mm. But... Uh, 
since uh, the MZO was passed, our team has been very, very aggressive in terms of looking at potential opportunities to get started out there. And of course, everything, uh, the most exciting part of all of this is the fact that we're really hoping that the hospital uh, can locate out there because, you know, we need a new hospital. We've got an incredible staff over there, and uh, that's still going to be one of the cornerstones of what is out there. But uh, the, the bottom line is that we are working with staff, and as soon as we get that agreement signed, we can come out and be uh, uh, very informative, far more uh, to the public, because as Max has said, well, so well said just a second ago there, that uh, it meet, it's going to meet the needs of Collingwood, not only now, but in the future, because this is very much a, uh, a changing of the uh, guard-type project when you look at what we're going to be doing for creating health and wellness out, you know, out on the poplar, because the reality is every one of us, if we need to see a specialist, in most cases have to go to Barrie or Toronto or somewhere else, and we're, we're really going to focus on that along, of course, with the workforce housing. And as a former mayor, you know, I have to say it, it, it breaks my heart to think that young people can't afford to buy a home yeah. in, in our town. Uh, you know, uh, Max, Terry mentioned that, that, you know, having the hospital there is kind of a cornerstone of the, of this a village uh, vision. Uh, how impactful is it if, if for instance, and you know, I, I don't want to jinx it, but let's say that the province goes a different way on the hospital. Uh, how does that impact th- this development? Well, let's uh, first talk about the hospital. If the hospital and the minister and ministry of health. Uh, and the province decide to relocate the hospital for a new state-of-the-art facility, uh, the hospital will have the ability to grow uh, over the next several hundred years. They'll have enough land uh, due to the very generous donation of John DePoche to the hospital uh, to really uh, grow exactly based on the needs and the new technologies and new medicine of the future. Uh, If the hospital decides not to move to that location, uh, we've got a medical mixed-use component that will be also delivering stellar uh, facilities and health care and wellness to the entire community, also working in conjunction uh, directly with the Collingwood General and the Ministry. Terry, you've got a huge amount of experience with municipal politics. Explain the MZO for those who don't know, because from what I understand, you've kind of got a rubber stamp from the province. Can't you just go right ahead? Well, we did have a rubber stamp from the province in terms of changing the zoning on the land, John. We changed it to mixed use, which is what Max is talking about. Now, uh, the the minister changed that. Now we go back into the normal planning procedure that occurs within a municipality. So what we're doing out there will be no different, excuse me, than what happens in a residential development or a commercial development. In this case, it would be a combination of both. So we're excited to get that agreement signed so that we can get into the planning the planning process and get a shovel in the ground. Our goal was to get something going out there within two years, so we really got to get going. Uh, let's talk about uh, an agreement. So this is something in writing. How, do you, how, how does this portion work? What do you need signed? What, what support are you getting from, from council? What support are you getting from town? Well, we're hearing uh, tremendous support from uh, council around town, uh, from people who are talking to them. We have uh, basically stayed away from talking to council because it's at the staff level. And so our uh, our protocol is to work directly with staff when the uh, and the mayor, of course, and the deputy mayor. And when that is complete, then the agreement will go to council. 
but currently we're not talking to the counselors themselves. And that's 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 not animosity. That's just that's how the process goes. Well, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I, uh, you know, with my own experience and so on, I greatly respect that. Max, you have been uh, at the head of many projects uh, across Canada and around the world. Uh, is this one particularly more difficult, or is this just normal operation for you? Uh, no, this is pretty normal operations for us. This is uh, uh, a very exciting uh, project, and uh, because there's so much support uh, across all communities, uh, the province and even the federal government, mm. uh, as well as the, the private sector wanting to get involved, I think this one is going to be much less challenging than so many other projects that we work on. Uh, a great precedent for a project like this is something that is much, much larger out in Orlando called Lake Nona. And uh, we have a very strong relationship with the president of Tavistock, who heads up that development. And, uh, you know, really, that's the premier health and wellness district development in North America. And they're looking at building a sister uh, relationship with this project so that they can help support us as well. Uh, that's uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's nice to know that things are moving and. And maybe I'm just being impatient, but I just want to see signs up and things happening. Well, Johnny, you're not being impatient because every day that we're not able to, you know, we're not moving forward. It's a day that we could have been moving, literally moving forward. And to me right now, you know, we hear a lot of talk about affordable housing, attainable housing and everything else. But that the Poplar Wellness Village addresses that directly. I want to stress that again. It addresses that directly with the X number of uh, potentially thousands of units out there, which is going to provide opportunity for people who cannot afford to literally live in our town now. And I'm talking uh, good paying jobs, but when you go to the bank and you try to, to pick up a mortgage, you've got to, well, it, it's, there's a litany of rules there now that, you know, we've got uh, a couple of young people on our own street who have outstanding jobs who can't, uh, can't get home. So that... Uh, yeah, we want to get those things going. We want to get uh, homes, built, houses built, and uh, li- uh, literally uh, get the health, health and wellness component also part of it because we do have a real shortfall of uh, medical specialties here. We have an incredible medical staff in Collingwood, but uh, those specialties we're still having to travel a long ways to get that help. Terry, folks want more information about this development, about what we're going to be seeing on Popular Side Road. Uh, where do they go? Is there way way they get their questions answered? Well, what I would do is I, I would uh, Google Live, Work, Learn, Play, and you'll see that we have some very strong professional staff, for example, in Nadia the Stolfi there, who's our communication officer, who can provide them with whatever info they need. Is that a good yeah. good estimate, Max? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nadia and her team are really available for the community uh, seven days a week. Uh, and we've been answering uh, a lot of uh, inbound inquiries. Uh, there are a number of businesses in and around Collingwood that want to secure uh, their future as part of this village, including housing for their employees, mm-hmm. housing for their customers. Uh, we have uh, some really cutting-edge aging in place and continuum of care memory village uh, operators and investors who are looking to secure their position as part of the project along with the housing that goes with that so that housing can be affordable all the way through your entire life, uh, all the way uh, living with 
full integ- you know, integrity and, uh, and a wonderful quality of life, social life uh, in Collingwood. And so all of that has to be made attainable and affordable and accessible for people with this marvelous mixed-use health and wellness village. We've been speaking with Terry Geddes, former mayor of Collingwood, and to Max Ream, CEO of Live, Work, Learn, Play, about the popular wellness village. Lots of exciting news. Gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us on Talk of the Town. John, and John, if I might, I think it would be very valuable if we were to come back in early September and have the same conversation. I think yeah. that uh, you're a real uh, opportunity for us to get the, what we're trying to do out to the public and keep them informed, too. Okay? Look forward to that chat, gentlemen. No, John, thanks, thanks everyone. for all you do. Thank you, Collingwood. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.